<laughs> Love, Luna. Hello, greetings, and welcome to another episode of Self-Love Lessons with Luna. I had a really profound moment with my own anxiety this week and I felt so called to share it with you because I teach what I know. I teach what I've experienced. Yes, I'm a qualified coach. Yes, I am a healer. Yes, I know NLP. Yes, I know how to deal with the mind. I'm an intuitive. And I use all of these things to help you both one-on-one -on -one and also through these episodes here. But I also experience these things. If I have not done it myself, then I do not teach it. If I have not experienced something firsthand, then how can I possibly share with you what it's like? So on this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna, I would like to help you to unravel anxiety. Whew. I know that it's a big topic, and I'm hoping that this experience that I had today will help you to be able to face the feelings of anxiety that come up so often. It's such a prevalent thing in today's day and age. Honestly, for most of us, emotions are completely overwhelming. And so what we end up doing is numb them. We might drink, we might smoke, we might social media, we might keep busy, we might work out. We distract ourselves and numb ourselves from feeling the feelings that we don't want to. Why? Because they're awful. <laughs> I think it's pretty simple, right? Who wants to feel yucky all the time? Who wants to feel depressed and depleted and lonely and feel grief and sadness and horror and shame? None of those are particularly nice, right? Even for our, you know, masochists of the world who like to feel physical pain, we still don't really like to feel the emotional spectrum that's on the side of quote-unquote negative. So we've created a whole bunch of systems to be able to avoid it. It might be too much telly watching. It might be engaging with people. It might be spending a lot of time, spending a lot of money. It, it, you know, at the moment we don't have as many distractions as we might to be able to go out in the world. So now we're spending a lot more time on social media. That can be a huge distraction for me. In my life, I have used drugs, I have used alcohol, I've used food ever since I was, feel like I knew what food was to distract me from my feelings. But I also use personal development. I can also use spirituality, that if I just keep looking and searching and going outwards all the time, then I may be able to fix these yucky feelings that are inside of me. It's that whole, let's read another book, let's do another course, constantly chasing something that's outside of us so that we feel the, dare I say it, the God-sized hole that is inside of us. When I use the term God, apply to it however you mean. Some people find that really religiously connotated. Fair enough. If that's how you want to see it, then, then it's great for you. Just find a way that makes God work for you. I call it universe, I call it spirit, I call it nature, I call it earth, I call it mother interchangeably. Sometimes it's God because that feels applicable. And when I say stuff like that, when I say spirit and God, what I'm referring to is the highest part of me. Internally. The highest part of me within myself, not some foreign object that's outside of me that has control over me, but something that's inside of me that I can co-create with. We use these deflection and distraction techniques to keep us numb. Because as I said, it's really uncomfortable feeling those feelings. 
what we think is going to happen if we just block out all the shitty feelings if we block out everything that makes us feel like crap then we just are left with all the good things right eh wrong because when you're numbing you're numbing you actually black out all of the feelings of the spectrum all of them if you're not willing to look in and face anxiety and pain and sadness and grief then I hate to break it to you you're very unlikely to feel the feelings of joy and ecstasy and connection and love like that we need to experience the whole spectrum and some of you out there actually I know a whole bunch of you out there are really sensitive souls you may consider yourself to be a light worker or a healer or some some kind of sensitivity person like an empath which often means that you feel the whole spectrum on such a regular basis far out how overwhelming is that when you feel all of the things so yes we do need to be able to expand our emotional spectrum so we feel everything that's along the line but also when you're so sensitive and you feel all the things how do we even begin to deal with it that can be incredibly overwhelming don't you think anxiety is one of those experiences that seem to be complicated seems to be multi-layered it's very hard to grasp onto anxiety it feels like it has all these tendrils and it's overwhelming complicated and for me anxiety feels like it presses upon me and there's so much noise going on that I can't hear anything as an energetically sensitive soul as an empath as a light worker myself I have come to understand that our feelings our emotions the way in which we experience them is my superpower and for years it destroyed me for years this superpower had the capacity to make me feel so overwhelmed and I could not understand them and for you I hope that this video will be the same for you to begin to understand that it is a superpower the way in which you feel your expansiveness is where your power is at it's just that it's unbridled power like maybe Harry Potter in little kids when they're magicians they don't understand they just feel emotions and things just explode it's very similar when we are untrained in our feeling power everything just blows up around us whenever we're having an emotional experience that's particularly strong learning how to deal with anxiety learning how to process our emotions enables us to be able to use it effectively this is your power and this is why I do the work that I do help you to understand that the emotional sensitivity that you have is actually your greatest power that's why you understand people so well that's why you connect with people so well that's why you feel everybody's feelings and try to be a bloody people pleaser all the time as we learn to unravel things like anxiety as we learn to unravel and face and spend time with our difficult emotions and difficult experiences we find power and strength through them very often when I'm talking to clients doing kind of one-on-one -on -one work and in my group work people get quite anxious quite scared quite fearful of actually facing the emotions and yeah we're scared because perhaps we don't want to and we don't want to feel gross but there's also a part of us that understands that on the other side of that perhaps we're powerful and I think that that actually scares us more whoa who will I be <sighs> if I 
if I'm able to master my emotions, if I'm able to understand them and have them not control me, but me be able to get them, what will I be capable of? And for many of us, that makes us quite uncomfortable. That feeling, who am I to shine? Who am I to feel good about myself? Who am I to feel so much in love that I might have the keys to the universe? <laughs> who am I to do that? Well, you know what? If any of this video so far is resonating with you, you are exactly the person. You were born for this. You're empathetic, you're sensitive, you feel all the feels for a very good reason. And it's time that you moved beyond those feelings so that you can tap into their innate power. Let me show you how. I've been doing this work for many, many years. I have a whole range of tools that I teach my clients and people in my groups. It's kind of like I'm a workman and I've got this whole shed full of tools. And depending on what the job is, depending on what the project is, I will go to my tools and I'll find which one works. And maybe I try to use a hammer for this particular nail and I go, it's not really working. I'm going to try a mallet. Oh, that one works a little better. What I'm aiming to do through these videos, through education, through my clients, through my coaching, is to be able to give you as many tools as humanly possible so that you may be able to have a huge arsenal so when you come up against things, you'll be able to use them. My work isn't about getting rid of your emotions. It isn't about you stopping feeling anxiety. It isn't about you stopping feeling self-hate or having low self-esteem. It's actually about having the tools to navigate those experiences so that your self-esteem naturally builds, so that your self-love naturally builds. When we ignore our anxiety, when we ignore our self-hate, when we ignore our low self-esteem, it just gives it more power. It doesn't actually give it any chance to be able to breathe and move and turn into something that's far more beautiful and far more powerful. I share this with you because I'm human. I still have the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts. There are days when I have fat days. There are days when the old voices try to trickle into my mind and tell me that I'm inadequate and I'm not good enough and everything's wrong and rah! I simply have the tools to be able to use them. I'm able to use the tools to translate that big pile of raw materials, my emotions, the craziness, the thoughts, to be able to transmute it into something that's beautiful, something that's love, something that is loving towards me. So don't for a second think that just because I talk about this stuff that I don't experience it, or that I used to experience in the past, but now I don't ever. It's not true. We will always continue to have these outside forces and these little voices inside of our heads. It's just about helping you mitigate them, helping you transform them. So today, I've been cooped up, as we have been for quite some time now. We've been cooped up and I haven't been able to go out and meet people and do things and just engage in the world. And the little voices started creeping in, they started creeping in. And throughout the whole morning, it bubbled inside of me and it bubbling inside of me. And until such point, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll have a shower. I went and had a shower. Didn't feel any better. Okay, cool. I will maybe have a bit of a dance. Didn't feel better. Do I want to go for a walk? Oh, not really. I don't really have the energy. Trying all the tools that I can possibly think of. Until I was there and in my bedroom and it became overwhelming. It was so loud in my head. 
my breathing became quite shallow. I started feeling super tense, like I wanted to scream or wanted to cry, but I couldn't do any of it. It was completely overwhelming. And I was in my knickers and I couldn't function. And I just sat on the bed. I just sat on the bed. I know that you guys have had this experience where it just feels like it's all too much. I sat on the bed and I went with it. And I asked the anxiety, high anxiety, literally, by the way, I want you to know this. This is literally how I helped myself through a panic attack this morning. Literally. High anxiety. Oh. I can hear you. I can feel you. I can see you. You're in my body. You're present. What is it that you need from me? here for you and I want to listen. This is what I do. I pay attention and I have a conversation out loud with anxiety. And its response was loud, cacophony, couldn't understand any of what was going. So I stopped again and I was like, hello anxiety. I can hear that you are speaking on behalf of many other feelings. Who's there? Who would like to speak? This process went for about 20 minutes and I asked each of the emotions that wanted to be validated to be spoken. I asked them to come forward. And what I came to realize was that anxiety is not one thing. Anxiety is a whole bunch of different emotions competing for my attention. Because when I listened, when I asked each individual to speak up, and I told them, you will all have your turn. You will all have your turn to speak. I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I'm here and I want to listen to you. I'll tell you who came up. The feelings of pathetic, inadequacy, disappointment, loneliness, shame, grief, and resentment. Wrapped up in the pile of anxiety were seven very significant, strong emotions. And I sat with each and every single one of them. I said, hi, grief. Thank you for being here. What do you need from me? Even before I asked what it needed from me, I just got it to have its voice. And it told me about all the things that it's grieving right now, how it's disappointed that it doesn't get to do this. It's upset that it doesn't get to do that. It's resenting for the system. The shame then bubbled its head. I'm feeling shameful because I'm having these experiences. I'm feeling pathetic because I can't go out. I'm feeling inadequacy for this reason. And I let each of them have their voice and have their say. I validated and said, you know, what I'm hearing you say is that you're feeling inadequate. What I'm hearing that you say is that you're upset that you don't get to go out. I listened like a dear friend, like a dear therapist, like a dear parent. And the visualization that I had in my head was of these children, these beautiful, delightful children of mine. Their names being shame, disappointment, loneliness, grief, resentment, pathetic and inadequacy my seven children who needed some love today. And once I asked each of them to speak and made sure that I validated them and they had nothing else to say, I asked each of them what they needed from me. And each of them told me. Some of them just wanted to be heard, the space to be filled. 
Some of them wanted me to set more boundaries. Some of them wanted me to reach out and to connect with loved ones. And eventually, when they were all heard, I asked, what did you guys need from me more than anything? And they said, we just want to be loved. And we want to love you. So I wrapped my arms around myself and I gave myself a big, beautiful hug. And I kissed my shoulder and I said, I love you. I sat with each of those feelings. I sat with each and every single one of them and validated and gave them love as if they were my children, my family. I'm the mama bear and they are my beloveds. Yes, it's not comfortable to feel pathetic, but can you imagine being the pathetic who doesn't want to be seen, who doesn't want to be heard, who doesn't want to be validated? Imagine that that was one of your children and give them the love and the attention and the validation they so deserve. I welcomed them. I didn't tell them to go away. I didn't tell them that they couldn't be there. I didn't tell them that they shouldn't exist. I validated them. I validated their feelings because it was complicated for them. And I gave them thanks for being present to show me where perhaps I needed to have more compassion, perhaps where they needed more attention, perhaps where there were parts of me that still needed me to love them. And so I did. And because I did that, it meant that they're not in charge. I'm in charge because I'm the parent. I'm the one that's there to help them through their crisis. I'm the one to be able to guide them and love them and give them compassion and love. If we are able to love the ones that hate us, if we are able to love the ones that we hate, then we can love all parts of ourselves. This is my wish for you. Next time you're feeling overwhelmed, next time you're feeling anxious, ask who wants to be there, who's present, who wants to speak that isn't able to speak right now and give them the space to have their voice heard, just like you want to be heard in every single moment. Do not deny them, welcome them, know that they're not in control, but if you don't listen to them, they will chuck tantrums, much like the two-year-old will, and then they will be the ones that are in control. Yes, give them love, give them space, they need to be heard. Thank you so much for watching. This is the kind of work that I'm doing with my clients on a regular basis. It's about allowing you to reparent yourself, align yourself within who you are, so you can integrate all the different parts of you and your existence. This is what I call inner alignment training. I'm creating a container, just 12 women, eight weeks, one-on-one -on -one sessions, group sessions, to be able to allow yourself to come fully into alignment with you and your truth. If you're interested, please do let me know. The applications will be open shortly. So send me an email to loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. Give us a call 0403-981-597 or shoot us through a text on whatever platform that we hang out on. Self-Love Lessons with Luna come out every single Friday. And I would love to know if you have any topics that you would like me to cover. And I'm able to because I've lived it. I will absolutely make a video just for you. Please share the love. If you follow me on YouTube, then hit subscribe and you'll be able to get every single one of my videos every single time they come out. Otherwise, you can catch it on the podcast as well as Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn, Twitter. What else am I on? Instagram, TikTok, 
<laughs> the self-love lessons with Luna don't come out on platforms, but they certainly do on Facebook, the podcast, and YouTube. It's a pleasure to have you absolutely everywhere. And until next time, happy self-loving. <laughs>